It is men and boaters. Rich Shea here alongside not Crazy Legs. In fact, totally different hairstyle than Crazy Legs Conti. Crazy Legs is in New Orleans sleeping it off, I would guess. But uh, I'm with the great Yasser Salem. Hey, Rich. Thanks to, thanks for having me. Six times out in Coney Island? Yeah, six times. What was your, your before you departed on the journey that we were going to talk about, what was your uh, what was your ranking here at the Major League Eating? Uh, my highest ranking was 10. 10th? Top That's 10. pretty damn good in yeah. the world. Yeah. In the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you went on to a different, uh, a different course, 50 yep. different courses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So I think most uh, listeners, most uh, MLE fans know about uh, the tragedy in, in Yaster's life and what he did about it uh, to try to turn it, the, the terrible negative into good. But, but tell me a little bit about um, what, you're, what you've done over the past, was it one year? One year, yep. Uh, just over a year. Um, yeah, I lost Gwen, uh, my late wife, to cancer in late July of last year, um, you know, just after Nathan's. Yep. Um, and uh, I had retired right before then because, uh, you know, we spent a, a couple of months trying to save her life. Yep. Um, and then uh, from that point, um, while we still had her with us, we were we talked about the idea of, um, a foundation that would help people in her same situation uh, to, to 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 advance research that would prevent people from ever getting to stage four lung cancer, which 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 ultimately took her right. life. Uh, but you know, she had ten years after she was diagnosed with brain tumor, another major health. Um, you know, scare and 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 thing that she conquered um, in her life uh, ten years previous, and we, we our focus was going to be on those two uh, diseases, one that she conquered and one ultimately which uh, took her life. That's great. So yeah. so uh, thank you for being on Men and Boaters to talk about this. And there's actually uh, it's got to be some interesting. Uh, journey over the past year, fifty yep. states, all fifty states. Yeah. So you know, I have, I've had an appetite <laughs> for these types of massive types of of projects. Um, number one, it just in, it, it it inspires me um, to 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 do these things. Um, when when uh, uh, I just want to take a step back. When Gwen was diagnosed with a brain tumor uh, back in two thousand eight, uh, we set out to run a marathon. Um, that was a way for us to, for her to realize that there was much more left in her in life um, that that she can use as a springboard for uh, and a template for living her life. Right. Um, and from that point on, it was a springboard for me to like she by her conquering marathon, the marathon and you know kicking brain tumor in the butt. It, it inspired me to keep to. Uh, undertake these kinds of projects that were bigger and better um, than the year before, um, and so it just kind of snowballed. You know, I got so you ran your first marathon with Gwen with Gwen in 2010. In 2010, and yep. then you ran together like annually. Every year we ran the New York City Marathon. One. Yep. So so she just was actually one. a good influence on you. She was. She, she kept you normal because there's nothing normal about doing <laughs> 50 in in 50 states in basically a year. Yeah. I mean, I the the year before I did uh, 50 marathons in 2018, I ran a marathon every month, which I thought was. Uh, which I thought was a big deal, and yeah, it was. It is, um, and you know, Runners World and Men's Health covered covered me because they loved the um, 
you know, juxtaposition of the competitive year that also runs marathons. Not only did I run the marathons, I ran one every month. So it right, was a right, fun right. little story. But then I turned it up again. Definitely. Um, so the reason why I did the 50 marathons is, uh, you know, I've kind of learned over time uh, what attracts media. And I really needed, you know, people to kind of pay attention. If this was a two-part campaign that I undertook. So let me one. jump in. So yeah, we started, ahead. so we started, you started Gwenman.org. Yep. It's a foundation yep. to allow people to get screened. Yep. Figure out a way to help more people get screened ahead of before it's before we get to stage four. Right. Yeah. I mean and so and so to raise awareness for the foundation. I decided go to go ahead and create this crazy um, uh, journey of running a marathon in every state. It was... Well, that's a, good PR. It is, yeah. It's a good hook. And it was also not just a, P, a PR thing. I love doing one thing that accomplishes three things. And right. Well, the one thing was I was going to run 50 marathons, one marathon in every state. But, you know, that would be... A, it's a media magnet. Um, number two, it was um, a way for me to... Um, you know, process my grief. grief. Right. Um, running by itself is a form of meditation for sure. me. Um, I don't do very well trying to meditate sitting still, but left foot, right foot, run, run, run works very well for me, you know? And so I never listened to music as I was running through these 50 marathons, a very different approach than I yeah. did. So, so it was a way for me to get uh, media. It was a way for me to process my grief through yep. meditation. Um, and it was a way for me to uh, uh, keep Gwen's memory alive, you know. Um, so, you yeah, know. that's great. And do you do you feel in a way to raise money for other people and help yep. other people, which is yep. fantastic, yep. right? Yep. Um, and do you feel you so you you accomplished them? I mean, I've read yeah. stories and big big articles, and you raised a hell of a lot of money. Yep, we did. And you know, I'm in a better place, right? You know, on the on the meditation front, we raised a ton of money. Um, we were able to award a grant this year, um, a seventeen thousand dollar wow. grant, and we have a lot more uh, planned for next year. Um, Let me ask you, who you're yes. working with to facilitate those grants? Because we were talking earlier, and you you have some big partners. Yep, we, we this year we uh, we worked with the American Cancer Society um, and Wild Cornell with their lung screening program there, uh, with Dr. Bradley Pua who. Uh, it runs an excellent program, uh, the lung screening program there. So those were our first partners. And next year, uh, we're going to have uh, six different partners, um, and we're going to award grants that are focused specifically on early detection research. Like we are, at a, we have technology now that can get people um, screened. screened. Yeah, uh, but there are a lot of. There are a lot of um, bumps in the road on both like the insurance side, the doctor's side, and the patient side. There's just a lot of barriers to getting that there. So while it's good technology, there's no reason we can't make it better because the five-year survival rate for lung cancer is 4%. That's just basically to me that's nothing right and we need to get it my goal is to get us to a point where we're in the high 90s so like where breast cancer is and there's no reason we can't get there um it just requires effort 
It's really fantastic what you've done, and it, it, it's really stunning that you were able to accomplish this. Uh, I have to turn a little bit to the fun stuff. Okay. All right. I How many you. damn airplane rides, dude? Because, like, I moan. <laughs> I, I am see I don't know, a handful of events, 12, 15 events, and yeah. I start bitching and moaning about, oh, yeah. man, I'm in Charlotte, and I'm delayed. How many airplane rides, roughly? Uh, well, 50 a, states. Yeah. I can tell you I'm a gold medallion sponsor. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, for Delta. Thank you, Delta. And uh, they're not a sponsor, but, you know, they really took care of me throughout the way but um uh it would have to be so majority of the races i flew to but the ones in the northeast corridor i drove to right so i would say i'm estimating about 40 45 different 40 40 different states give me one airplane horror story like there's got to be i once saw someone put a laser printer Trying to put a laser printer in the overhead and the yeah. goddess delayed and I that was not a horror story, but give me one. Yeah. Well I can tell you, first of all, I learned let me so one thing that I learned that is key. If you want to fly to anywhere uh, that's remote, let's say South Dakota don't get a roller bag. Tr- always travel with a backpack. Smush it. Because they can never take your backpack away. Um, ah. You know, that will go anywhere. You know, so a keep backpack all your will important go up. stuff in the backpack. Travel, travel small. Right. Put it in a backpack. So there was one, there was one, um, there was three races that I was planning to run. Uh, I was doing South Dakota, Wyoming, and I believe it was Nebraska. Uh, like three that were next to each other. I might be getting the Nebraska wrong, but there were three races. I was trying to get to Rapid City, South Dakota, and there was a storm, uh, bad weather, um, and I had to. You cannot go from New York City to Rapid City directly, um, so I had to no transfer. directs to Rapid City. No. <laughs> I, I get that. <laughs> so yeah, I had to trans- th- transfer through Minnesota. There are a lot of flights from New York City to to, to Minnesota. Sure. So I, I I had to get there because the next day. I was, I was, I had to fly into Rapid City and then drive three hours down to Wyoming. I was going to run my first race at six a.m. and I was getting in there at ten p.m. It was very tight. Yeah. Um, and this weather was uh, affecting the entire North United States, um, and because of my status with flying so much, I was able to get on three different planes, and whichever one was going to take off. You're on and it. Get me through Minnesota. You know, they took care of me. That's cool. But the problem was um, I picked the wrong plane. So You yourself <laughs> made a mistake. Uh, yeah, I made the mistake, but that plane took off first. So I was in a situation where there were two planes flying out of LaGuardia, landing. Too many. Yeah, l- l- landing in Minnesota, and then I had to switch from, from in Minnesota to Rapid City. So... The plane that I was supposed to be on originally was going to land in Minnesota, and that same plane was going to continue. Same aircraft. Yeah. All right. So I was watching (laughs) these two planes on the back seat of my, of uh, like you know the tracker, the flight tracker, and they was ten minutes ahead of me. And um, you know there was if you've ever been to Minnesota, it's a big freaking airport, and I had to literally fly. I had to literally run across the airport to get to that plane, assuming I was going to get there in time to make it. Um, so, you know, you need to be at a, at a gate 15 minutes yep. before it takes off. They will close that door. I can tell you oh, that. Yeah, um, I never missed a plane and I wasn't planning on, on missing that plane. And so I had 10 minutes before takeoff time. I finally landed in Minnesota. I had to run all the way across 
um, the air. The Still a warm up. Yeah, loosen up a little. And I got there. Take care um, of yourself. They were they were late too, so I made it. I uh, I got to Rapid City very late. I slept. There's no one room hour. for error, though, right? Like, no. if you're doing that, you're like, I'm going to bang out. Sometimes you bang out three marathons in one trip because you're in the Northwest or something. If you screw up, you're like, I, how am I going to get this done? Like, there, A, there's, you might run out of marathons. Yeah. Right? I mean, there may yeah. not, you got to find the marathon. Right? Thankfully, there are enough marathons now that I had I had backup plans like for you everything. you had options in every state. I right? had. I had multiple options in every right. state. But like, South Dakota, Mi- Montana, Alaska, and Hawaii's of the world. Much less options. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yep. Rapid fire. There's yep, yep. one, one uh, kind of like the, uh, what was it? The stuff, the uh, impeachment hearings. These are one, these are yes or no questions. No, yeah. but they're, they're one answer yes. questions. Let's do it. What was the hottest marathon, oh. temperature wise? Hawaii. Uh, Hawaii in June, June 28th. How hot? Um, it was, well, it wasn't just the heat, it was 92% humidity and 85 degrees. What island? That was the big island. All right, next question. The coldest. Uh, the coldest and the most miserable was Hyannis Marathon. In February, it was... Hyannis, Massachusetts? Hyannis, Massachusetts. In February. In February. Oof. They pride themselves That's on making bizarre. it a miserable race. And it was raining and well, that was my sleeting. next question. Was it the wettest? Because what was the wettest? That was also the wettest. Right. I was wearing ski don't, gloves. Don't run in Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, Hyannis. Yeah. The most beautiful? Montana. And, and I got it. There's a split between that Montana and South Dakota. Really, South Dakota? I've never South been. Da- South Dakota, wild horses, wild bison. Uh, like you're uh, running among them. Yeah, they're really? they're just there. That's crazy. Uh, the most difficult. Montana. It was the first. The first five miles was a five thousand foot climb uh, to the top of a mountain, and then the next twenty one miles there was another twelve hundred foot climb. It was a mountain Uphill, climb, dude. That's crazy. Yep. Yep. Uh, and and the most sass. I know you just finished up. We're gonna we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get um, Sam on the phone in a sec. So we try to keep these things tight. It's yeah. it's Gwenman.org. We're gonna plug that a hundred times. G W E N M A N N dot org. Give till it hurts. What was the most satisfying? You just wrapped up in New York. Was that a satisfying one? Because it was kind of you you finished you, you accomplished your goal or it was. But also. Um, I technically finished in at the Marine Corps Marathon. That was number fifty because um, I my I started New York City twenty eighteen. That was official start. So uh, the Marine Corps Marathon was the most satisfying because it's not only did I run a marathon, I actually ran an ultra marathon. It was a fifty k, and I ran it with the great Dean Carnassus uh, together with him, who That's ran amazing. fifty marathons in fifty states. And he was at days. your event at uh, Papillon, right? He was. He was, and I'm uh, so grateful that he took a took took a uh, and a real deep interest in the foundation. Any any similarities? I know there aren't many, but there must be something that competitive eating circuit, right? And competitive eaters, because there's d- damn dedicated competitive eaters, many of whom you know well. Any similarities between like our silly circuit and the marathon circuit? A hundred percent. You know, I w- I met these same types of personalities that are. There's a thing inside of them. And there's always like there's an engine inside like both competitive eaters yeah. that like they're self sufficient. They're they're it's it, it's it it keeps them going. Um, they all have their their drive and their story. And um, honestly, they they have a penchant for 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 masochism. You know, uh, because this is they, they they thrive they thrive on um, pushing uh, themselves pushing themselves. Yeah. You know. 
and uh, nothing will stop them. They don't need uh, motivation outside of what's inside of them. Um, and and there's other dudes out there running multiple multiple marathons. Yeah, I've met the I met I've met the guy and the uh, the lady who are the world record holders in marathon numbers. I've met all sorts of wackadoodle people who are setting all sorts of record. I you met pull a guy, into, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. I met Nick, Nick Nicholson who runs a marathon and an ultra marathon every single day, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's your running 24 hours yeah, a day. Yeah. Uh, do you say, so, and you run into the same people like, so you'll see that dude in, in Hawaii and then you'll see him in like Hyannis. Yep. You know, I, you know, I, I saw Nick Nicholson about, uh, 12, 13 times. Crazy. I saw Vicky Duffner, um, a, uh, 10 times. Are they, spon- are they sponsored? You know, some people are good at sponsorship and some people, um, they're just you know, doing leave, it. They leave stuff on the table, but they're, they're definitely, you know, Dean Carnassus, uh, is legend, uh, uh, a, a sponsorship machine. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. I'm really proud of you for doing it. It's an amazing thing. Uh, I never thought when I first met you a decade ago that we'd be sitting here talking. I wish we weren't, but, uh, yeah, we're sitting here yeah. talking about you running a marathon in every single state. I yeah. believe we have Sam on the phone, Sam. I am. Gentlemen, good afternoon. You've been listening in, I assume. Yes, uh, live via the internet. Are you a marathon runner yourself when you're in you know, Des Moines? I think you were there last time we were there. and you, you travel a lot. Yassers travel a lot. Do you run marathons? No, I've never run a marathon in my life. Um, a little bit too far for me. I once walked to the bus stop. Um, All right. So we've talked a lot about this great uh, effort of Yasser's, Gwenman.org. Visit it, Gwenman.org. Donate. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about competitive eating. Uh, I know what's coming up, but let's talk quickly about the year's ending, by the way. Yep. Um, Waffles. Sam, what happened out west at the Waffle Showdown? It was a showdown because it was was Stoney against, it was Mano a Mano, right? It was, yeah. Mano a mano, uh, jaw against jaw, stomach against stomach. Uh, Matt Stoney, Joey Chestnut going head to head. In celebration of 408 night, um, that's San Jose's area code, the two proudest sons of San Jose, um, obviously two of the greatest eaters in the history of our species, um, if not the two greatest eaters in the history of our species, both from San Jose. Uh, you know, I liken San Jose's competitive eating as ancient Athens is to mathematics or what Des Moines, Iowa is to scrapbooking. I mean, it is the the epicenter of our sport, um, and it has been, you know, for, for the past decade at very, very least. Matt ate uh, 75 Ego-style waffles in eight minutes, but Joey Chestnut, doing what he does so well, ate 81 to, to take the glory um, there at the San Jose Barracuda AHL hockey team. It's a good great carb crowd. load. Did you carb great load on all the... Great event. Um, lots of fun. Did you carb load, Yasser, on your mar- marathons? Um, you know, I was oh, I was going from marathon to marathon every week. I was I was already loaded every every time I went into a marathon. I was right. loaded those three or four days leading up to a marathon. What um, is I the diet? Um, so I gave myself, you know, I gave myself unlimited amount of vegetables and fruit, um, a quinoa and rice as my main carb source, and my protein sources were eggs, pea protein, and whey protein, and a little bit of beans. Right. It's not like you're doing the New York once a year and you're going to John's Pizza and crack, cranking. The, no. you, you got to really watch it. The yeah. cheese and the meat really slowed me down, not for ethical reasons or anything like that. It was simply a performance uh, decision. Got it. All right. Uh, speaking of performance, who's going to St. Elmo's, which I believe is coming up, right, Sam? Yeah, December 7th, we return to the great city of Indianapolis, Indiana, for Daniel St. Elmo's 
world-famous shrimp cocktail-eating championship. Joey Chestnut, undefeated at the event, returns to protect his title, protect uh, what he believes is rightfully his. Um, also joining the great Joey Chestnut, Gideon Oji, George Chigger, Derek Jacobs, and Mickey Sudo, among others, descending upon Indianapolis. Uh, have you done St. Elmo's, yeah, yeah, sir? I've done it three times. Were you there the, the first year when it was ice cold? Really cold. Yeah, yeah. I was wearing gloves. We just talked about that. So yeah. how did, did you find it challenging? It, it was. Um, I mean, it was. it's not for the faint um, uh, of heart because not, it was cold, but the, sp- but oh, the shrimps are hot. We, they were so nice. The St. Elmo guys brought us inside and like warmed us up and then wheeled a kegelator into the room. I know. They really, <laughs> they really took care of us. Sam, uh-huh. I highly recommend you go to their conference room and tell them to wheel in a keg. Yep. <laughs> if you can. So who's I competing mean, now, Sam? I love, I mean, con- conference rooms are my natural environment. I love nothing more than being in a conference room. Um, and a conference room with a keg just sounds perfect. Uh, and you told me who's competing, but I forget. Who's competing? That's, it's uh, Sugar. Sugar, uh, Jacobs, Great Kelly Chestnut, Mickey Sudo, Gideon OG, uh, Matthew Rabel will be there, of course. Um, among others. So, okay, Yasser, who yeah. do you got in the, as the winner? Well, you know, Gideon o- OG is a big guy. He ain't no shrimp, but unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, I think Joey has this one. It'll be, uh, I think it'll be a battle between Mickey Sudo and, and uh, Gideon for second. Um, I think Gideon might edge her out, and then I put uh, Mickey in third. Very close. Nice. Uh, listen, uh, Yasser, thanks for joining us at Men and Boaters. Really uh, damn impressed with what you've done. Thank you. Proud as hell of you. Thanks for uh, – we miss you on the circuit. Hopefully we'll see you, if not at the table, at an event pretty soon, man. You don't, uh, I don't put it past me to come <laughs> back to the circuit. Uh, it was really great talking to you guys. Let, uh, visit uh, gwenman.org, please, and, uh, and, and donate – However you can, if it's just time helping out locally or financially for uh, Yasser's effort. Uh, Sam, thanks for calling in. Have a great weekend, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Cheers, Yasser. Cheers, Rich.